Hello everyone, Caitlin here. I hope you are having a beautiful day so far, wherever you are, whatever you are doing at this point in time. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Heart-Headed Podcast. Thank you for joining me and thank you for always joining me if you've been here more than once. I hope you're enjoying, I guess, the content and the the messages so far. Hope they're serving you, casting a bit of light onto things maybe you hadn't considered before or just adding to the knowledge that you, your amazing self has. So yeah, today um, I wanted to continue, I guess, with the theme of that it's uh, Monday was, what's it called? International Women's Day. And yeah, we've tried to make a lot of progress over the last hundred years uh, to make rights equal and it's a lot of a lot of work because there's a lot of undoing of you know traditions and I guess roles and norms that have been instilled in the world um, that we have to kind of reverse before moving forward kind of like a detangling if that makes sense and you know the process everyone is trying to be cautious and considerate um, and sometimes that can be uh, also stalling so I would like to use this platform and this time I have with you to, you know, on a on a personal level, on a I don't want to in, in short, I don't want to wait for the whole system to change before I can speak about these things or share these things. When change can happen now, change can start now in our own world, in our own relationships. And my focus for this episode today is actually masculinity. Is masculinity because it's something that the world is most familiar with, right? So wholeness includes masculinity and fem femininity. And one has obviously been nurtured more than the other. And they are both present in every single human being, right? Every woman has a masculine and feminine side. Every male has a masculine and feminine side. So like the, the last episode yesterday about the ego... Um, again, still focusing on, on moving, you know, the needle forward for the progression of women um, and their opportunities. Everyone has an ego. Everyone uses it differently. And same thing with masculinity and femininity. And yeah, there's a lot of, I guess, misconceptions. Um, I won't delve too much into, I guess, the scientific or research side. I will just stick to what I believe everyone has, I guess, exposure and understanding of just to keep it, keep it simple and keep us all on the same page. And um, yeah, so masculine traits are, you know, simply, you know, and, and the things that are similar to this um, are being focused, uh, making things logic and rationalizing things, making things reasonable. Uh, independence is a masculine trait. Uh, bravery having courage and being brave is, is quite masculine as well. Um, aggression, so, you know, a bit of force, but a power. Uh, competition, being competitive and dominant as well. So the idea of winning, of conquering. So all those are, are masculine traits, which I think across all areas, whether it's school, sport, career, relationships, health, like those are, are common and they serve a, a like a, a very important a very very important purpose in everyone's life you know if you don't have logic how are you going to make sense of things 
how are you going to get anything done if you're not focused or you know if you don't have some sense of independence you're always going to be relying on other people or at the you know the mercy of of others uh bravery and courage the world's not all you know it's not a bed of roses it's not all sweet and peaceful um so you need to you know stand up for yourself or um have that belief that you can make things happen you can make things change um aggression of course like that's it's ne- it is necessary we do we do a lot of things with aggression um and i and i mean that in in the way of force in the way of force and um competitiveness as well <laughs> so competition and you can use that as you know it's fun competition can be fun as well and dominance so to win who doesn't want to win who doesn't like winning right so we use those in different areas of our life and for um how do i say this so visual i guess you know in in taoism you've got the yin yang symbol the circle with a black side and a white circle in it and then the white side with a black circle in it and so basically that's masculinity and femininity and one possesses the other you know they're not they come together as a whole and when they are separate they still possess the other the traits of the other one and it's about learning how to how to utilize them to keep balance when to express those it might not be all the time um but this is where i think the biggest kind of struggle lies especially in the world today is that men containing masculinity and femininity have been socialized to not feel their feelings which is very much a feminine trait right so just to touch i'll do another episode on femininity but just to touch so we have that contrast um femininity is about you know energy it's about presence it's about being and acceptance and creativity like it's very connected it's very open-ended like there's no not so much definition or distinction because it's just it's all opportunity right so that kind of contracts but contrasts between like logic and rational and then also being patient and accepting um and 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 open could could kind of i guess interfere or contrast with being focused on the one thing and yeah dependence and connectivity obviously is is the opposite or i guess you know complementary to independence um allowing and just noticing and nurturing the other which it's not so much in contrast with with winning or being dominant but believing that we can do that together we don't have to do that separately so that's very much feminine right and a lot of it is very um is emotionally driven is emotionally driven and women have you know being the feminine side and containing a bit of masculinity we need those masculine traits to again keep us focused to make sure we're brave make sure we're independent um and that we can win as well right so the thing is yeah with men they've been conditioned and yeah lack of i guess a better term educated or shown how to to harness their their feminine side and express that because like the ego it is a part of them 
it is a part of them, it is a very important part for them to understand themselves and to understand women, which are, you know, we coexist, we, we complete each other, right? We are complete in ourselves and then we add to, to the community, we add to our partnerships, we add to society. So to deny a part of ourselves or to be intentionally misled and trained to, to deny a part of ourself I think is on another level just it's there's so many different levels of manipulation going on in the world right now but I talked about that earlier in modern possession and whichever but you get me so um, I think it's if anything it's a really great disservice to men Um, it leaves a, a masculine wound an underdeveloped aspect of their whole being um, which you know essentially will you could say it's the cause of a lot of their feeling of inadequacy because of course you're missing a part of yourself you don't understand a part of yourself and when that part is needed in life you're you're not going to be ready to to live it and to make it through to make it through so yeah so all these other traits can and again like without the balance to be completely you know brave and dominant and logic you have no consideration of other people right you can cause more harm than and damage than than good just by being one set of traits and being overdeveloped equals violence and strain and i can't blame a lot of them you know the men in my life or the men that are you know out there in the world you know they're not wrong in what they do if if they were to know like what else is available to them within themselves within themselves again so yeah it's like a normal thing to just have amnesia to your feelings um i've been really blessed in that i've grown up in a community um a cultural and a a faith community where i have seen (laughs) i see daily like men cry right when they're happy or when they're heartbroken or their emotions right they feel it they feel it and i have and in the same you know in the same way there are a lot of men that are like don't talk to me about it or i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to cry so they suppress right they push it back down they stuff it back down um because they think or you know i'll cry i'll never stop crying which is actually not true like when have you ever not stopped laughing or whenever you ever not stop crying like it ends nothing is forever so um, but to suppress it and not let it out is to retain it and it will come out eventually <laughs> um, in some shape or form, right? So that's that's another thing about the unconscious mind. It, it stores all your emotions and until you decide and command it to be released, it grows inside of you, manifests into something else um, later down the track. So again, going back to my why and my purpose is that I feel like it's it's. T- yeah, again, a total disservice to men to keep their feelings and their dealing with feelings um, like immature, teaching them to suppress and deny themselves and and then wonder why they are violent or wonder why they do, um, you know, they are, are overly aggressive to each other and to women and they feel... Like, they can't be 100% themselves, right? 
And when you deny the release of your emotions or feeling your feelings, again, like I said, you preserve it. You could, you know, maybe a day, a year, you could hold on to something. And when you let go of it, then you finally grow. But to be taught in a culture where like men can't cry or like shouldn't cry or, you know, it's not rational to have emotions in the workplace. You know, after 5, 10, 15 years of holding that in, that impacts the person. It impacts your health physically, emotionally, your relationships. It does a lot of damage. It does a lot of damage. Um, so yeah, they struggle to connect with the feminine side of themselves. And I think it's, it's just as simple as just being aware being aware and this is where women kind of well biologically we have an advantage in that we feel our feelings and you know we get for example our period i'm going to just say it right every month that happens and you can't escape it like we got to go to work we got to go to school we got to go to the gym we got to do what we got to do whilst feeling this this change happening in us like it's rooting us in the present in the now right and we have to we have to adjust what we wear we have to sometimes adjust what we eat how we may speak um, our pattern like for that one I know for me for that one week like my pattern is different to the other weeks right so you become flexible I prepare what I need to in case I'm in a mood I prepare what I need to in case like I you know just to take care of myself right i have to be present to myself first and then what else i have to do so in that sense we kind of have that monthly practice of being present to ourselves in our body and the people around us and men don't have to go through that so there's no real kind of change in terms of you know their highs highs or lows physically um they you know but and saying that that exposure when when their emotions do drop or when something extreme happens uh, they might not know how to express it or deal with it and it can be confronting it can be confronting and it can be misunderstood by people around them as well and then suppression again is in many forms right you stuff it down i can deal with it i medicate myself with drugs drink it away, self-abuse, you know, even to work more, right? To jump into work more because you don't want to deal with conversations or people or your feelings, you know, you pick up more overtime at work, which then again further traps the emotion in the body and then you get tired. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. And I don't think, you know, at one point it serves humanity to have these roles, right? Because men are, are naturally physically, for the most part, stronger than women so they have a role the protector like that feed that feeds off these ma masculine traits right you need to be focused if you're gonna hunt you need to be brave if you're gonna hunt if you're gonna hunt by yourself you need to have independence like it makes sense right but as the world has evolved and that's changed into again like i said the modern you know warfield is business um those traits are still there and being used in probably not the best ways not the best ways and they still deny women the feminine in themselves and the feminine in women and 
these systems they don't work they just they don't work anymore like we're these have these are that's what we're experiencing right now they're all breaking down because we are the critical mass as women we are the critical mass there's more of us in all the fields of work and it's not about one overtaking the other it's matching it's complementing the other it's complementing the other And I think if you listen to my last episode, like some of these traits are really similar to the ego, the ego part of every human being, which means that the ego is able to self-loathe. So men actually beat themselves up harder than, than women do. Right. And if a woman is tough, she's called like a man in in a woman's clothing, which is whatever. And so I'm going to say something that might, it might make sense to you, it might not, but I've noticed it for my whole life, again, things I've always noticed but never really said, is that the oppressor is is the most threatened. The one who chooses to oppress the other is the most threatened. And, you know, black versus white, immigrant versus citizen, men versus women not even men versus women, men over women has been the longest running, most painful struggle of humanity across all races, all nations, all eras and time. And again, the oppressor is the most threatened. If you read philosophers, if you read in the bible if you read just even in science men didn't understand women therefore they labeled they made distinction they boxed her up and they took they took charge they took charge to make logic of the world this is your place right but we are afraid of things we don't understand And there's a part of me that, you know, when I read some of these things is also, what were you afraid of to begin with? You have to know something about another, like, right? So you can be afraid because you don't know. You can be afraid because you do know. So the power of women, the purpose of women, the creativity and just the being of the woman. Right, So you could be afraid because you don't know her and you can be afraid because you do. Either way, you will oppress because you feel threatened. And every man has feminine traits. Every man has femininity in him. And he's afraid of himself. Well, that's what most of the world has been conditioned. There is a shift, of course, now, you know, for me, for me, if if I chunk all the way up and, you know, try to look at the world in one piece um like my trainer says it's we're all spiritual beings having a human experience right so my body is female your body is male or whatever um and then if you chunk up again in terms of like consciousness and unconsciousness when i talk to you i'm really talking to myself because we're one we're just different parts of the whole kind of thing right so it doesn't make sense to create division to separate what only unity 
and appreciation and acknowledgement will will you know produce everything the life that you want the greatness that you want the peace that you feel are you split away from someone else it you split yourself and i think about a lot of the pain in the world um for example and i know some of this might be sensitive to to you guys so just remember you're safe from that doesn't apply to you um you know like school shootings and terrorism and just even just in the workplace like i I, i've said it before like it on the daily that experience of being a woman in an all-men's workplace um and you have to be you have to bring out your masculine side i've always been quite masculine in that you know you even i've said i've worked so many different jobs i've studied so many different things um you know the hustle the hustle is quite masculine and yeah to be in an environment going from being masculine in an all-female environment to masculine in an all-male environment it's very different it's very different there's things that you you can't change on your own and yeah so going back to what i see in terms of like school shootings and stuff like that um there was this one interview with a school shooting that happened here in Australia. We don't have very many, thank goodness, knock on wood. And the one that did happen, it was a 14 or 15-year-old who was just upset because he was being bullied. He was being bullied at school, right? And if you know anything about bullies, they they do that at school because their home life is usually not great. They don't get um, the attention or the care um could be one reason or that's also their family's way of 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 being is that they bully each other and so the child will bring that to the school um and yeah so this particular student had been bullied for you know when you're in school and you're 14 what's that like nine years of your life you've been in school already and to experience that especially in your formative years and to not have an outlet right to not be able to tell your parents or feel like you can trust your parents or a counselor or even just go through your own feelings to stand up for yourself or um, release these emotions. So this particular guy, he he got a gun and shot the students at his school because he was mad. They didn't want to be bullied anymore. Right? And then he ended up joining, and I, I don't know obviously the finer details of it, but um, was trying to be recruited by some terrorist organization um, who had the same like hate for the world as he did and like I said the ego when it's trained the right way can do great things again with masculinity that pressure that pressure sorry that that force that aggression and that bravery should it be pinpointed at you know a goal it's powerful, right? It's it can destroy, right? It's not a good or a bad thing. Like power is power. It's how it's used. It's it's the holder that makes the difference. And so yeah, it just really broke my heart because I was just like you know, and and people people roll their eyes at me when I say that. Like you know, could have he didn't get enough hugs growing up. That has that has so much truth to it, right? You 
you smell, you feel, you hear, you release emotion, uh, emotions, hormones in the body that keep you healthy, that keep you balanced in a, like by getting a hug, right? So there, there is truth to that when people say that it's not just, you know, all lovey-dovey. It actually heals people. It actually brings down that anger and that aggression to a level of understanding and connectedness, right? But again, once it has been aggravated, once it has been overdeveloped, it becomes violent and then wreaks, wreaks havoc on the person and on society. And so I know this is kind of going a certain way, but I just want to say, like, you know, men, and, and the work that I've done, like, as a coach and as a trainer, a lot of the people that follow me are male, a lot of the people that participate in the activities that I hold or the surveys that I put out, they're male. Because I strongly believe like you you will help lead this change, right? 50% women, 50% men in the world. We need to be able to do this together. And the part that you deny wholly of the woman is is part of you as well, yin and yang. You have that in you. And the only way to accept fully the, the woman is, is to see it in yourself to accept yourself, to love yourself, what you have been denied and taught to suppress, it needs to come out. It's part of you. Don't shove it down. Don't shove it down. Right? And if you want to listen to the you know previous episodes about self-talk, about how to use those words to, to change your world, I invite you to do that. Um, and yeah, in the episodes moving forward, I'll talk about um, you know, for your own benefit and your own education, just bring to light some some other ideas about femininity and build your appreciation and your knowledge. Because when we know more, we do more. We can give more. We can give more. And I guess I just, of course, want to pay special mention to you know my faith. It's my daily practice. It's my model of the world. And you know, my, my God, my Jesus, he is the son of God. He is also the son of man because a hundred percent of his flesh came from his mother. He didn't have a biological father, right? So that's why he looks so much like Mary because he was a hundred percent Mary's flesh. Had her eyes, had her nose, same waves in the hair, right? And in saying that, whether or not you you have faith you know a, f- a faith belief or not every human being has has come from the flesh of their mother your dna makeup your structure yes it you know sperm and egg come together and make a particular you know form but you don't have the matter of your father in you your skin cells didn't come from him the food through the umbilical cord into your belly didn't come from him and i'm not saying this to disregard him i'm just saying that if you touch your own skin, that's that's woman, right? Why do you think we call it mother nature? She's creative. She is powerful. And that's, you are created of that. Embrace it. Embrace it. And you can only imagine like how far you've gotten, you know, just focusing or using, harnessing your masculine traits and knowing that there's still a part of you that you can use and go, f- you know, further. Oh man, your potential your greatness is you're just getting started (laughs) so yeah i just 
I just want to say that in closing and I guess yeah that that also allows me to say like for the women out there we have to keep forgiving we have to keep forgiving what people don't know uh, we have to forgive that first before saying okay now this is what needs to happen we have to make peace with that in our own in our own lives in our own way and i know i know it's hard if you need someone to talk to let me know um but in the meantime if you can't bring yourself to forgive then just be flexible you know have a bit of compassion and look at people like they're still learning how to bend they're still trying to understand because it's hard when your whole environment has been telling you that that your whole life having to unlearn and go through the systems that have made you know made us believe that they're important or this is the way things are change is happening change is happening for sure um so just be flexible just be a bit bit more forgiving have faith in them have faith in yourself right it's gonna it's gonna happen it'll happen um yeah i guess and i want to before i i close out with you guys i just want to dedicate this this episode to to my brothers all my brothers in in my church group my uh my community group um for (laughs) just being themselves um i know it's still a struggle for them even you know at work even in the group uh but for me like tears have always been like an indication of the light the light that has been trapped within right it comes out when we realize a truth you know when we're really sorry or we're really happy or we can be really angry just something something and when we cry we we let that shine we let that out um i don't know about you like i cry a lot and it's because in the moment i'm paying attention and when i cry it comes out and then i let the emotion go um but i i think i've tried once or twice to try to like hold my crying in oh my goodness i don't know how people do it my eyes burn and then i can't breathe and i'm like choking sorry you're safe from all of this but that's that's just me i'm just like how do people like even guys like i don't even know they're just like oh and then i tried you know not to cry i'm like how are you alive right now like that's that's so painful (laughs) it's so counter you know counter uh, for me counterproductive in in you know releasing emotions but yeah again hopefully i've 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 added or expanded to what you already know grateful for all my brothers who have ever I guess expose themselves that way um their their emotions um knowing that they're in a safe place and an understanding place uh, for their own health and then also for mine to know that there are are men out there I know more good men than I do not so good men that are in training to become good men and the standards that I do have and the beliefs that I do have for men in general um have definitely come from the example uh, of 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 these young men that I've had the, you know, the blessing to call my friends, um, growing up and yeah, just super, super so much appreciation (laughs) and love, um, for all of you. So yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. I, again, I invite you to just notice the masculine in yourself for the women and the feminine in yourself for the men. Hopefully this is something that that has made sense to you um reach out to me let me know where your heart's at where your heart's headed um on any of the instagram facebook email me 
And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, all my brothers and sisters. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Remember, you matter. Everything you do matters. Everything about you is so important. I hope you know that. If you don't, um, now you do. And I hope you believe that as well. So again, I'll speak to you. I'll speak to you shortly. So bye.